0: At Sif We're your movie friends. But are friends really friends if you don't know them?
1: So grab a popcorn and head over to our row so we can chat movies. Like friends do.
0: There's always room for more movie friends. So sit back, relax,
1: and enjoy the show.
0: Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the writer's room.
1: Hello and welcome to Cif Pop Writers Riders I'm your host, Aaron, but not that Aaron, of course. And today I'm joined by Sip Pop Editor Robert. Hello. Uh, we write for Cif Pop.com, do movie reviews, best ever challenges, and other interesting movie-related articles. Make sure to check out the website, Sippop.com, to keep up with all of that. Uh, Robert, real quick, I I yeah. I did not mention this uh, beforehand, so this is kind of off base, but we are nearing the end of the year. Um, as the managing editors of the website, um, what are your, like, takeaways of this year, all things SIFPOP? Everyone's fired.
0: Cool. (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) me too.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Including you, especially you. Um, yeah. (laughs) I don't know how you can be especially fired, but you're extra fired. No, Um, well, because I'm
1: actually like demoted and fired, not just. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, first sight. I'm, I'm the other <laughs> yeah, page. I'm
0: going, say, I'm going to you and say you're just a con- uh, contributing writer from now on. And then five minutes later, you're fired from being a <laughs>
1: contributing writer. <laughs> well, because I don't write. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I claimed, sh- I claimed the, the Shorzy season two review when it dropped the other <laughs> a couple months ago, and never submitted anything.
0: Um, no, in seriousness, everyone's fired. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was... In actual seriousness, we said, we've. The last few years, I know this isn't the most important thing, but we've uh, always gone up in traffic and site views and all that kind of stuff. So that's been great. But the most important thing is that I feel like we're getting more and more, you know, engagement on our Slack and people are kind of becoming friends with each other or or, are strengthening and deepening friendships that they've had that have been started thanks to Sifpop. So that's been great. I just always enjoy talking to people on Slack, always enjoy reading people's reviews and editing people's reviews, uh, talking to people like you and the other guests on this. And then of course, when I host the roundup. Um, so yeah, I like what Sif Pop has become and still can become.
1: Yeah, um, I'll I'll second that. I, I would say, uh, I mean, uh, to me, like, the biggest reason, the biggest thing that's fun about this is like the the community engagement that we have, both with contributing writers and those that are just really active on uh, our social medias that aren't necessarily writers for the site, um, but uh, but are certainly, uh, I would say, a part of the sip pop family. I think all that's a lot of fun, and um, I I don't I think it's fine to disclose. Just I mean, you're right, numbers aren't everything, but like there is a pretty consistent trend upward since you and I started doing this in 2020, which by the way. Twenty twenty, I know that there was a lot of like stuff that wasn't released. One hundred fifty nine posts published this uh, year so far, with still a decent amount to come. Is five hundred fifty four. Last year there was six hundred and seventeen. Um, so we've like tripled, almost quadrupled the amount. Um, actually no, we quadrupled the amount last year. Um, anyway, um, but not we only that, Shane but and
0: Foster with their as math teachers just cringing as you're trying to do mental math
1: shut up look i went to bible <laughs> college and i had to take a they math teach, course they don't teach
0: math and science there right
1: <laughs> not science <laughs> uh they i had to take a math course sorry no, was... most people most people had to take biology or chemistry uh, i didn't because i took uh um dual credit something i don't know whatever it's 10 years ago um like
0: d-u-e-l like you stood a- across from someone barry linden style I haven't seen Barry Lyndon, so I don't understand that. Oh, duel, just dueling. Oh, okay. There's um, a lot of dueling in Barry Lyndon.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, sure. How many
0: people have you killed with pistols?
1: Uh, in college or like... Yeah,
0: during that course.
1: Oh, during that course? Um, I think I was three and one.
0: Oh, so that sounds like a solid B plus to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Wait, what is <laughs> the one? Does that mean you got killed? <laughs> no, no, uh, I just lost the duel. Um... Okay. I I have should have. It should have killed me, but I'm resilient. Uh, gotcha. And whatnot, cool. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cr- 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 anyway. <laughs> Somehow. The top's doing great. Uh. Yeah. No. Like views have, have steadily gone up. You know, we've gone from um like eight thousand in 2020 all the way up to like fourteen thousand, twenty thousand. Like we're at twenty five thousand with a hundred fewer posts from last year. Um, mm-hmm. Uh. Which is cool. But not only that, but if you look at unique visits from My the content site, farms are really working exactly um um, but like even unique viewers like because that's just views on the site but like unique visitors um has consistently gone up or at least like unique visits and um views per visitor or whatnot like is, is consistently consistently going up so like that means we're doing the right things if the numbers are trending upward but like again it's not really about the numbers but the number you know but like i'm happy that it's not just us reading the stuff you know um yeah And I think I think there's been a lot of people like I think a lot of the fun specialty articles have brought people in, you know, and certainly if we're the only people talking about some of these niche movies, um, like I just it's just the one off the top of my head. Uh, But there was one that Shane did not that long ago that like the official like movie account for it start like followed us on Sif Pop and like uh, reposted all of our stuff. Uh, It's the something animal. Um, I sound like a jerk right now. Um, um, Yeah, just right now. Yeah, just right now. My uh, my Love Affair with Marriage. Um, I think that's the one I thought. It would, hmm. thought it would be. Anyway, um, they're following us on um, Instagram and like reposted our stuff and whatnot. So like it, it, that's certainly helpful. But also um, what is helpful is, um, you know, the fact on fiction articles have done really well. And, you know, One Stop Pop is pretty unique. And the Oscars What If article is always a fun time. And um, all of them that I'm also not listing here, you know, just um, a good time. You just like those ones less yeah exactly. Uh, that's absolutely what it is. Um... It's so fun being a guest <laughs> um... <laughs> let's um. Good good side update stuff. Um, on the podcast today, we're going to be uh, talking about a lot of coming attractions. We're going to get the rest of the year out of the way. Um, so we'll be pretty brief about each of these. And if I'm missing any, please let me know, Robert. Um, but um, I got Aquaman 2, anyone but you, Ironclaw, Color Purple, Ferrari, and Maestro. Not like obviously like that's not all the movies come out for the rest of the year. But that's kind of like the, the big ones. Um, and, uh, and that's because next week uh, we're previewing all of 2024 movies. And that's all that we're doing. So um future tense when we're done with that uh yeah future test even though that episode is recorded in the past you haven't done it yet yeah um yeah it's not like i did it last night or. Anything. No. Uh, for <laughs> when we're done with the coming attractions we'll talk about the elephant man discuss whether or not we think it's a goat um and um no b plot this week um and part of that is because we're nearing the Christmas season. Things are busy. And part of that is because the 2023 episode always runs long. So I'll give you a little bit of a shorter one to kind of match that. So if you're noticing this, um, whatever the, the uh, wherever you're listening to, I'm going to have, um, the next week's episode also go live on Patreon. So you should be able to access that anytime cause it's going to be a little under three hours and, um, you don't need to listen to all of it and that's fine. Um, but if you, if you are one of those that listens to all of it, cool. Um, Hopefully this episode is a little bit shorter for that. Um, we'll still do the spinoff though when we'll wrap up. But <sighs> Robert, uh, you want to fill out the today's movie grid with me? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's see how <laughs> this goes. Again, if you have feedback, would love to hear from it. Um, I forgot to tweet this episode, so I don't have any feedback at the time of recording this, but uh, let's just try it. Uh, it looks like this week's movie grid is a one word title, uh, begins with a vowel and released from t- 2000 to 2023. And then on the side we got Christian Bale, Kate Winslet and Chadwick Boseman. Um Robert, I know you're familiar with the Immaculate Grid and so you know like rarity scores and all that. So Oh yeah. Um you know I think I think we should be able to do this. This this seems like among the easiest that I've seen. Um so See, I'm disappointed when I don't get 9 uh in movie grid or
0: on movie grid yeah okay
1: I was like I have yet to complete an immaculate grid in hockey or baseball I've gotten eight a few times
0: I'm still disappointed also disappointed when I don't get a nine on baseball okay
1: well you I mean you're also like a a bit more of a nut for me I'm like I'm relying on like the nostalgia of my MLB 2005 like and MLB the show 22 you know like that's kind of
0: my (laughs) I've gotten so bored of the baseball immaculate grid that I try to do all Red Sox every time because <laughs> the other one was too easy just to get like a nine every time.
1: I like that. Like, yeah, it has to have been on the red sock. I I've I've made it so I'm not cheating. Um whenever I play like MLB the show and I I usually go back in like roster control and do like two thousand five um or around that era where I can still have like Scott Pedsednik and um uh, paul canerco and joe creedy on my team anyway Creed, um, there's a blast from the past oh yeah um i brought up aaron Rowan. i was playing the i was sitting around with somebody playing the, the immaculate grid the other day and he's like who's a white Sox and phillies guy I'm like boom aaron rowan he's like world series winning center fielder for the white Sox." anyway um I I make it to where, like, I can trade for players, but they had to have been on the White Sox at one point. So, like, I will pull Mm. Ken Griffey Jr. as my first person all the time because he played half a season with the White Sox. But, like, I can't take as much as I want to take, um, you know, somebody like uh, Michael Young or Afonso Soriano or, you know, um, Derek Jeter. Like, I I just tell myself. Anyway, uh, where do you want to start?
0: I mean, we're going for obscure, right?
1: The most obscure, like, rarity score preferred
0: um because the obvious kate winslet one word is titanic but there's also ammonite from a couple years ago um but that's also begins with a vowel is one of the options and i'm trying to think of another How Kate winslet. Oh, that. eternal sunshine is begins with a vowel
1: yeah but like what else is there for like eternal sunshine was when i was thinking with begins with a vowel um and i'm thinking i'm sure a lot of people might think that right like
0: eternal sunshine yeah yeah
1: we can put it in. That's fine, but like, I I doubt that's gonna. That's probably like a twenty percenter. You know.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of other vowel movies because Ammonite would be low for both of them. I'm sure.
1: She's had a great career in movies that I just haven't seen and don't know that like are met, like are meant for me.
0: Revolutionary Road.
1: Titanic. Uh, and she did that like well, well, I guess that's an HBO series. It was like *Marysville*. Yeah, town Um, it doesn't count.
0: Uh, Steve Jobs is two words and doesn't know begin with anything. a vowel. But that could go yeah, for release from 2000 accent. to 2023.
1: Was she in Steve Jobs? Yeah. All right. Let's put that there. Okay. That might be kind of high. 3.6. We'll take okay. it. Never
0: mind. That's a good one. Um, uh, one
1: word title. You, uh, or, do you want to put that? You said Ammonite.
0: Yeah. I want to see if I can think of another one word or vowel. That's not, you know, Eternal Sunshine or Titanic. Um, I don't know. Normally I sit, sit in silence as I just like mentally scroll through someone's IMDB.
1: Mm-hmm. You got to think out loud today.
0: Right. Uh, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head for Kate Winslet.
1: Um, okay, so do you want to go with uh, Ammonite for um, the one-word title and go for Eternal Sunshine for the vowel?
0: Might as well probably kick myself later, but That's fine. go for it.
1: Eternal Sunshine, 43.6, yeah. yeah. Um, one-word title, how do you... A-M-O-N-I-T? Two M's. Mm, so now I've made the math and grammar nerds. <laughs> <laughs> 1.3% for the one word there title. You there you go. Um, okay. Uh, let's do Christian Bale because that'll be... He's got a Christian wider filmography. Out of um, the Furnace
0: is a, is a vowel. Uh, I had another one a second ago. That's like Empire of the Sun is a vowel. Mm-hmm. Where he's a kid. Um, didn't we just American watch- Psycho. Yeah, American Psycho is going to be higher though. Yeah, I know. Um, what, was, what was the movie we did last time? Last month? Yeah. Uh, Tokyo Story. Oh. I feel like I saw him as a kid in something else recently where he was singing
1: newsies. Maybe
0: that we could uh, go
1: with that. I mean, i I think he's done a, a few, but new, he, he was a kid singing in newsies. Maybe I just saw a clip of empire of the sun or something. I don't know. Maybe of newsies. That, mm-hmm. That'd be a good
0: one word because I'm sure people think like vice, which is a quick one that comes up.
1: I don't, I mean, don't underestimate, underestimate the theater kid crowd um, in this.
0: Oh, is the theater kid crowd going to be doing movie grid though.
1: Uh, the sure.
0: Um I would go Newsy's one word right. out of the furnace vowel. Isn't it into the furnace? No.
1: Newsies at a seven point eight.
0: See? It's a good good pull.
1: It could have been lower. Um
0: out of the furnace. I, yeah, I'm typically happy with anything under under
1: ten. Okay. Four point one. Let's see, there you go. Uh all right. gen- what's the most just, like obscure two right, thousands Christian Bale, like a two thousand three like, like a, hostels.
0: Um, which is like a a, a western um,
1: the Dark Knight. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, Have you ever seen this movie? Like he's really good in it. The Dark Knight.
1: He's he's in the Batman trilogy. Uh, he's in American Psycho. I think that's still two thousands. He's in um um oh shoot Uh the the Machinist. The Machinist.
0: Yeah, right. That was part of the buffing up and then slimming down and then getting fat for American Hustle. And
1: yeah, no, Vice. yeah, he was because he was he went from the Machinist to Batman Begins right um intentionally for some reason um the prestige is in there but again i told him to stop it i really do you want to go let's just do the machinist uh, that or, or hostels hostels uh, would probably
0: be lower
1: um hostels hostilities 0.7 nice nice um i do want to go back after we finish this out and take a guess on what you think like the the highest scoring is but okay. uh but Chadwick Boseman one-word title begins with a vowel and released from 2000 to 2020. Uh, I don't know. A... The first one I thought, in terms of like more obscure Chadwick Boseman movies, is Twenty One Bridges. Do you think that counts? Begins with a vowel because it's a number. No. I don't but, know. Uh, like if you spell it out, oh, that's not even a T. It starts Jeez. with a T. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Uh, let's do the let's do that for released Twenty One Bridges. I'm gonna pull out. Is there is
0: there something a little bit more obscure than Twenty One Bridges?
1: Well, most of his stuff was hits. Like, there's twenty one, there's a 40, 42. Wow, um, different movies. <laughs> Forty two. Uh, right. Double double twenty one. Get on up. Uh, black Panther. Um, uh, the the Marshall. That's true. He was
0: he was kind of just chosen to be the big
1: yeah. black lead in like because he was incredible, movies. right? Um, yeah, like Marshall. Um, yeah, get on up. Forty two. Marshall is that the whole title?
0: I think so. Right. I don't even know. That's probably more obscure than forty-two though, for one word.
1: Yeah. and then forty-two might be hyphenated. What's the word that what's what's a movie he's been in that starts with a vowel?
0: Um Ma Rainey Avengers. is an M- <laughs> Avengers, <End> Avengers. <laughs> Avengers, Yeah. Uh
1: maybe not an MCU one. Well, you know, what's one
0: where he shows up like like I cheat this sometimes, like mm-hmm. Aaron Taylor Johnson, then you do uh whichever one that he was just in the post credit scene where he's zipping around.
1: Uh, oh, that would have been Ant-Man, I think.
0: Whichever one that was, if you guess it right, it's like no, was after low percentages. So yeah, Avengers would probably be a about- vowel.
1: Yeah, because there's Endgame and Infinity War. Let's see if we can do. you want to just go with Marshall for one word title? Eighteen point two. All right. Can we do twenty-one bridges for for two thousand twenty twenty-three? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think just- you know we're gonna get a lot of Black Panther and whatnot. Eleven point six. All right. Cool. Which one? Did you- just-
0: oh, 21 bridges. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was like a. It wasn't like a out of nowhere movie, but it was. certainly oh, you're right. When he
0: had so many others. Yeah.
1: Just go with, and that movie itself and, is And awesome. do
0: Endgame or Infinity War because I can't think of any other vowel ones. Um, probably in uh, End because Infinity War. He's
1: he's in it more. He's in it
0: more. Yeah. That's typically mm. what I do if I'm trying to play the system. Full disclosure, I'm looking at his thing now just because I want to see what else he was in.
1: That All might right. be. Uh, vowel, uh, just don't tell me if I find anything cause I haven't put it in yet. Cause I was just trying to think like, was he in like a post he's in civil war, but that's captain, that's America's captain America. War. Yeah. All right. I'll do end game 43.4%. All right. See so, results. We So we got it. Correct. We did it all.
0: Infinity war is literally the only other. Uh, okay.
1: Vowel. So, well, Infinity War had fifty three point three percent. So we did pick the more niche one. Exactly. Yeah. Know. Black Panther was the highest of um, of the, the two thousand. What was tw- the overall score? Like top what percent of players? Uh, we top two percent. See, love it. There you go. Um, Black I, Panther I, was the most I aim popular. For two or below. What do you think his most popular one word title was? Probably forty two. Right. Yeah, eighty point one percent. Yeah. Uh, Kate Winslet. Uh, one word title. Titanic. Yeah, 64.8. Titanic. Eternal, Eternal Sunshine. Sunshine was the number 1. Oh, uh what do you think the most popular Kate Winslet 2000 to 2023 one was? Uh uh was that also Eternal Sunshine? No, then I don't know. Um I don't know that I Maybe know this movie. Revolutionary Road. That's it. Okay. Um Christian Bale, what do you think is the most popular um 2020 to 2023 uh Dark Knight? What do you think the percentage is? like 65? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, honestly, uh 17 Okay, But like I'm sure, you know, Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises, American right. you, Hustle. You cycle
0: yeah. through the three Batmans, Prestige, um, Thor, and then his couple Oscar nominations. Yeah. There's a, um,
1: lot of, a lot of stuff. What do you think the most popular Begins with a vowel is?
0: Christian Bale Begins with a vowel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even... American Hustle.
1: No, it is American, though. American Psycho. Oh, he did um, another, right. 50.4%. Um, but, uh, and then most popular one word title. What did we even choose for?
0: One we picked word newsies, title? which was newsies. Yeah. With something, um,
1: vice, uh, the machinist 31. Oh, cause 6%. that doesn't count. Yeah. Cause that doesn't count. Uh, looks like the most missed spot was, um, Chadwick Bozeman one word title, 51.3% got that. Um, but also Chadwick Bozeman starts with a vowel only 68.1% got and Kate Winslet 2000 to 2023. 66.4 and Kate Winslet vowel was 59.6 2000 to
0: 2023 is like literally their whole career for all three of these actors if you just kind of
1: I mean especially because like Titanic well you're right because like Titanic was 90 like seven but like I don't think Kate Winslet was anybody before Titanic I don't know really? um because I was I mean, two. she was
0: young in, in Titanic to be yeah. honest
1: yeah So, uh, cool. Well, we did it. Robert, I have one random question for you. Something non-pop culture, pop culture related before we dive back into that. And, uh, what is a dish that you cook exceptionally well? Nothing. I'm a terrible cook. (laughs) I can make,
0: I can make some burgers and, you know, just throw beef on the, on the stovetop to make some burritos, but that's about it.
1: You're telling me you don't make like a killer Philly cheesesteak? No. (laughs) Can you buy a killer Philly cheesesteak? I mean, I don't live close enough to Philly to do that. Mm fair i always forget that like pennsylvania is like big very big (laughs) yeah especially when like i saw a map the other day and it was something like takes uh, four
0: hours to drive across the entire state
1: well yeah it was like uh is it pittsburgh or philly that's like close to the sea philly
0: is close is on the east coast
1: okay yeah then like the other one is like really close to ohio actually i was like what
0: pittsburgh is neighbors with ohio yeah
1: yeah i was like I thought that was also on the coast. Like that doesn't make any sense. Pittsburgh, from where I live, you drive for three
0: hours through nothing. Then all of a sudden, you're in Pittsburgh, and then you just keep driving, and there's more nothing.
1: (laughs) It's like, well, but is it doesn't Pittsburgh also like have a bunch of waterway? Like, isn't that like where they shot Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, it's on a river, but it's like
0: you drive just through. See, that's
1: why if you would have given me the guess, I'd have thought Pittsburgh was on the sea. But I'm like, but all the was was on the ocean as opposed to Philadelphia. But also like Philadelphia is where you have like all the like. Revolutionary War history stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, now I'm also pissing off quick. geography nerds. I know. Let's 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 hit them. <laughs> Who off. else can we piss off today? Um, real you quick. Know, yeah, Kate... I mean, we kind of pissed off Bible people too that's <laughs> the <true>. science thing. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. Uh, yeah.
0: Kate Winslow, was her first movie credit is Heavenly Creatures in 1994, but of course that's nowhere near as big as uh, Titanic. Yeah, that's when like Peter Jackson and Prestige. Anyway. Nice.
1: Um, dish what that I cook hate? really well is um, I make soups really well I like soups what kind of soups? I make stuffed pepper soup which is really good Um, I just made chicken tortilla soup the other day which was kind of killer I make a white chicken chili and uh, maybe this is my big hot take but white chicken chili is better than just like regular chili Um, white chili is always better than just regular chili unless you're like putting it on a hot dog okay so I don't there you go chili. it's not my preferred but I like chili not your or preferred just, what? Like soup okay. or like, you know, it's not my preferred like wintry thing. You, nobody, nobody makes, chi- well, I guess pe- people are weird. I was like, nobody makes chili in July. But I'm like, yeah, they do for 4th of July That's parties like all a the time. like thing. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? Well, chili really common Cooking in out winter. Hol- but, yeah. you're, uh,
0: taking off holiday fanatics.
1: Look, just, just, <laughs> let's move on what to is, the couple attractions. Your Holidays. Holidays. <laughs> <laughs> What's your hobby? Beach. Uh, <laughs> yeah my job is holidays <laughs> let's move on to the coming attractions uh we'll go in this order this arbitrary order that i have listed i don't know if it's alphabetical or it's definitely you don't not. know if it's um, alphabetical you well i was like the first and, two are and aquaman <laughs> and anyone but you and i don't know whether n or q comes first off the top of my head and you
0: look two more and down Does iron claw and then color purple
1: do iron C coming
0: first <laughs> But when you're going alphabetically you ignore the
1: uh, maybe, maybe you don't. I don't know. I do, but <laughs> that's not a hard and fast rule.
0: Okay. There's one streaming service. I don't know what it is. It's just like, you're scrolling through all their movies alphabetically. I do that sometimes. Um, like the ones that have smaller libraries and then all of a sudden you get to T and it's just the, 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 I'm thinking it's, I think it's I HBO what... max. Um, okay. Because maybe. it does,
1: the, because it does the same with anytime there's like a, like a quiet place is listed mm-hmm. under a instead of Q. I think it's max anyway. Because I know, I know what you're talking about. It pisses me off too. Um, so alphabetically, let's start with Aquaman two. Alphabetically would be anyone but you. <laughs> Don't try to fool me. Uh, let's let's start with this list that I have listed here. Aquaman two uh, is obviously the next Aquaman movie, still starring uh, Jason Momoa and um, uh, Patrick Wilson and uh, Yaha Abdul Mateen II. Looks like Ben Affleck's in here. Dolph Lundgren, uh, Affleck, Morrison. Really- it's he's credited. Um, Good for him. Nicole Kidman, Amber Heard, Randall Park, um, directed by James again. Aquaman The Lost Kingdom. Robert, only thing that matters is your free will, not um, your budget, not your schedule, uh, not your uh, not even necessarily your innate desire to watch every movie that comes out this year. On just a pure free will scale, how excited are you for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom um, on a scale of theaters, rent, stream, skip, uh, not interested or just kind of like wait and see initial reactions skip me too. Why? Yeah. I, 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 I don't, I don't care. You know, <laughs> like, is it, is it, you I don't care because, because right. the first movie, or you don't care because of just the state of DC or because comic books, like, like what, what is, what is like the thing that like, is like, I really don't, or like, because the trailer looks like crap or I
0: honestly didn't watch the trailer. So all of the above minus the trailer and comic books in general being only like a small part, because there can still be good comic movies um, here and there. Guardians of the Galaxy is the only example from this year. Um, Yeah, I...
1: Yeah, I mean, this year wasn't like a poster banner year for comic book movies. Right. You know? we, we all knew going in, Ant-Man, and the Wasp, and the Mania, and the Marvels were not like exciting. Blue Beetle <laughs> is the second
0: best comic movie of the year, I think. And I thought that was just solid. Uh, But that's also just off the top of my head. There might be another one I'm forgetting.
1: I mean, if I I assume we're not going to count across the Spider Verse.
0: Oh, that okay. That counts too. I
1: was like, I I, like, I don't know, like it's anime, it's a comic book movie, but yeah. No, other than that, yeah, like I have, I have Blue Beetle higher than Quantum Mania or The Flash, or I didn't see the Marvels, but I'm sure it would be
0: lower. Marvels are just like okay at best.
1: Yeah. Anyway, um. Honestly, I'm surprised that you're that high on that movie, but anyway.
0: On the Marvels. Well, yeah, it was was fine. I because you're so
1: detached from MCU. And I in the review roundup, you were like, "Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> right. I movie. couldn't <laughs> follow any of it." But but I like
0: Brie Larson just as an actress. Aman Vellani was more fun than I was expecting, just because I hadn't seen Ms. Marvel, so I didn't know what to expect. And you know, uh, I don't even remember the other actress's name. Uh, whoever was the the third of that trio the, was fine. Mono- so Monica
1: s- Rambo character.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Aquaman 2. I yeah. DC is not, is uninspiring these days. Um, not solely because they fired Zack Snyder, but just because like it doesn't seem like they have any sort of direction. Or because they're resetting with James Gunn, so I'm like, why is Aquaman 2 even coming out? Um, I don't care for the first one. I know people think it's dumb fun. I just watched it once. Didn't care. I'm not going to rewatch it before I see this one. Because, I, like you said, I do watch everything that comes out. Um, yeah. Most things that come out
1: yeah so it's like
0: whatever i don't care
1: yeah like it's it's interesting with the whole dc stuff because like so they're willing to write off for tax purposes something like batgirl but like aquaman would certainly make a lot more money to write off especially because like when when james gunn took over surely like they weren't they not started post-production on it i'm sure james Wan would be pissed i'm sure so would jason momoa and you know i i i think that the people seem good and nice and and all that like i just I don't care about this movie. I'm also in just completely uninterested. And it's mostly because I didn't like the first one, but also the state of DC is kind of a wreck right now because we're kind of in this limbo of what's Canon, what's not Canon. And to to me, anything like that's in this current era of like post Snyder, pre James Gunn is just not interesting to me. Like, um, and and even then, like I've been pretty vocal about my Snyder feelings. Like some of those are pretty good and some of those are pretty bad. And, um, but in general, DC this DC iteration has been underwhelming for behind the scenes and on screen reasons. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just the first Aquaman movie was like dumb fun, and then it went on for an additional forty five minutes. Like the first ninety minutes, I was like, I'm having a good time, and then I was like, I'm halfway through this movie. This movie's way too long.
0: Genuinely, the only thing I remember about that, besides the octopus playing the bongos, which I will admit is the best thing I've ever seen in a movie, um, is I saw it with my brother and he leaned over to me at one point and said, every single scene in this just ends because something blows up before, like, it can naturally come to a conclusion. And that's kind of just what happens. It's just like they're talking about what they're going to do next. All of a sudden there's an explosion and they got to run to the next place. And that's kind of the whole thing. Sure. Cool. That makes sense to me. That's basically how my life goes.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, sure, right. Um, yeah. My life as well. Um, but, Explosion. Uh, Move <laughs> on to Anyone But You. Yes. Uh, Anyone But You is the new uh, Sydney Sweetie Glenn that. Powell, like anti rom com that's obviously going to be a rom com thing. Like, not anti rom com, but. Is it an anti rom
0: com? Like, I think no, it's just a
1: no, it rom try- No, I'm trying to, like. If enemies become lovers or whatever like oh, yeah, yeah. What, like whatever that trope is where it's like it's, it's not that, an anti-romcom yeah yeah the, but i was thinking more of the trope no, anyway after an amazing first date uh b and ben's f- uh fiery attraction turns ice cold until they find themselves unexpectedly re- reunited at a, at a destination wedding in australia so they do what any two mature would, adults would do pretend to be a couple um same scale uh amongst will. Real... <laughs> Same scale, only uh, your free will. Uh, theaters rent, stream, skip, or just kind of wait for early reactions.
0: Um, whatever the second highest one is, because as I've said rent. many times, and as you mentioned on a recent episode, is that I like you know three star <laughs> rom coms, and yeah. this seems like that's what it is. Um, Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney are you know charismatic enough i guess glenn powell more than sydney sweeney i think though i've only seen her in a couple things reality is very good go watch that um glenn powell's other rom-com set it up is a lot of fun uh so if he can just channel any of that energy then i'd be happy
1: i get that um i'm kind of with you as well it's kind of in that red category um because like i think that a lot of these like rom-coms have gotten more clever especially the ones that are um, not like straight to streaming, and um, you know, I I recently watched No Hard Feelings for like the rest of mine, and that movie was like pretty okay. Um, but like
0: that's it and, starts and, off as a rom com, but then ends as a drama, and that yes, and and that's fine. That I was like admittedly
1: a lot more interested in the first half of the movie than the second half. Right. But I thought the first half was hilarious, and then the yes. second half,
0: I was like, this is this is fine, this is meaningful, but I just kind of wanted it to continue on the comedy.
1: Yeah, I one hundred percent felt the same way and again you mentioned the charisma that both of these actors have i think i've only seen sydney sweeney in um euphoria the first season Mm -hmm. um and and glenn powell has been in a hand a a good handful of things did you know he was in
0: the dark knight rises and spy kids 3d game over
1: i did know he's in spy kids 3d game over but that's almost exclusively because i watched that recently
0: or you're doing an upcoming episode i don't remember
1: no i just watched it recently for fun with my wife oh like a month ago and she was like, is that Glenn Powell? And I'm like, I don't think so. And then we IMDb did it, and it's correct.
0: That's one that I've seen a hundred times because I watched it as a kid. But, you know, not enough to remember that Glenn Powell is in it. But he's, well, he's he's trader number one very, in Dark Knight Rises. He might be the guy who says, like, this is a stock exchange. There's no money you could steal.
1: Really? Then what are you people doing here? He's probably just like an extra in the big brawl at the end, you know? Sure. Um, but either way, you're, they're both charismatic enough. They're both attractive enough. Like, you know, cool. I'll watch two very attractive, very charismatic people for probably like a hour. Yeah. Hour 43, according to IMDb. Sure. And the fact that it's getting a December release, like not, not a huge red flag. seems um, like you know, counter-programming to be honest. It, this, yeah, it does. Right. And it, cause especially cause this has like February written all over it, you know? Um, but I don't know, like, I, I'm not saying it's going to be an awards race, but like it won't be in, in the awards race. I can guarantee you that. Wow. I looked it up. by like Glenn Powell is the guy
0: who says there's no money you can steal. Again. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> I love that. Um, um,
0: real quick before we move on. There's a clip where like there's a scene where Sydney Sweeney's holding a spider in this movie. Yeah. Apparently, there's a behind the scenes clip that spider actually bit her. And there's a very upsetting clip where she like starts actually screaming in pain. And I was oh. like, "Oh, this will be fun," but no, she's like actually screaming, and people have to like go save her. Uh, I'm interested to see the the scene now based on that behind the scenes.
1: It's like when uh, when we saw the clip of Tom Cruise breaking his ankle in Mission Impossible, know, Fallout, yeah. and then you're like, "Oh, that's in the movie!" Like, mm-hmm. awesome. Um, yeah, not like this could be this could be fun and harmless. So uh, I'm not as into the three star rom coms as you, but like if they can make me laugh, great. Give me that's one of those a really week.
0: I'll see yeah. every single one.
1: We're going to have to get, we're going to have to start turn. Maybe we should turn the goat segment into three-star rom-com week. <laughs> <laughs> we <should. laughs> we watched all the goats. We're, we're trying to find the greatest three-star rom-com. That's the, It's the goats the of three-star three
0: rom Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, as Linus would say, out of all the three-star rom-coms in the world, you're the three-stariest.
1: There we go. Um, <laughs> Let's move on to Iron Claw. Um, this is a new film starring Zac Efron and uh, Jeremy Allen White from The Bear. Um, uh, some other people, of course, in the movie. There's there's more people than just two in this movie. Harris Dickinson um, is a third there's, brother. There's at least four. I, I don't know li- that Lily is. James is the... Sure. Ironically... Oh, that's Dunkirk and Kingsman. No, not Dunkirk. Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, Triangle of Sadness. I'm thinking of Yeah, he's still in the Kingsman. Um, and then see how they run. Your favorite movie from a
0: Jake, don't Um, don't like that movie.
1: (laughs) The Iron Claw, um, the true story of the inseparable Von Erich brothers who made history in an intensely competitive world of professional wrestling in the early 1980s. Um, Robert, where do you land on this? Uh, Theaters, rent, stream, skip, wait for um, uh, initial reactions.
0: Can I ask you real quick before I answer, uh, do you know anything about this true story? No. Okay. Uh, I recently saw Shane. And we were talking about this trailer and he's just talking about how it's going to be a devastating movie. Um, so because of that, I will say like a, like a, I'm bracing myself for the theaters of it.
1: Okay. Um, I it's am also not wait- fair
0: that I did see the initial reactions and they're good. So that is coloring my.
1: Sure. Sure. I am currently on the wait for initial reactions. Um, I, I have a friend that was like, Hey, watch the trailer. We, you know, we want to, you know, you and Abby come on a double date with, with me and my wife. And, Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, we, we'll see this movie. And I, and I was like, okay. And then I did, like, he texted me at work, um, which means I'm not going to respond to you for a week because I'll forget that you texted me. Um, and uh, is I, we, I finally saw the trailer in front of Godzilla Minus Zero. And I was like, eh. Like, yeah. he's like, what do you mean, eh? I'm like, it looks eh. Like, I don't know what to say. I'm not a wrestling fan. I mean, I, I like wrestling movies. Like, you know, we've, we've, a lot of us at Sipop talk about how we're not necessarily sports fans, but like, sports movies are great, you know, like, I think there's there's a good amount of baseball fans in Cif Pop, but like everybody in Cif Pop loves Moneyball, you know. And mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I I know there's a handful of us hockey fans out there, but like it's hard not to love Miracle, you know. Um, or at least really like Miracle. Um, and uh, I I really like Warrior, man. And if this movie can crush me in the same way that Warrior did the first time I watched it, a movie that Robert also notoriously loves, just like no, Warrior, see how they run tippy top of Robert's list. Yeah, doesn't get that uh, in those two. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if this movie can can make can, if this movie can be like another Warrior, then I I I would love to to be wrong about this movie. Um, well, I think so you. I, I'm currently waiting um, for initial reactions.
0: Uh, so this is with the big caveat that I have not seen Shameless. I haven't seen an episode of Shameless. Um, but ha- I have seen every episode of The Bear. I don't know if Jeremy Allen White can play anything except for like the stressed, deeply sad person.
1: Um, I'm pretty know. sure that's what he is in Shameless too. Okay.
0: Because I saw him in a 2023 movie called Fingernails, where he's just like, he's just a guy who's in a relationship with Jesse Buckley. And I look at those eyes and I say, You're the most broken person I've ever seen. I can't see, I can't look at you being just like a dude. Um, I don't know what he's supposed to be in this, but I needed to get my take on Jeremy Allen White out there somehow. And that's basically it. He's like so good in the bear that it's colored everything that I'm ever going to see him in.
1: Well, I've seen him, I've seen clips of him in Shameless on tiktok but i haven't seen shameless He he's essentially like it's he's essentially like will hunting okay <laughs> really smart person in a low-end job at least from the clips that i've seen and i don't think things that'll end well for anybody in that show i don't know though um yeah i have no no clue so the color purple
0: um <laughs> <laughs> alphabetically after iron right
1: alphabetically after Claw. yep um a decade spanning tale of love and resilience and one woman's journey to independence we talked about the color purple back in march uh this is a musical adaptation sorry there was the book then right. the movie then there was the musical and then this is the movie based off of the musical based off of the movie based off the book this, um, this
0: isn't the the character it's about the toy that the character is based on whatever the buzz light years oh Lightyear. Like. yeah yeah,
1: yeah. It's the movie with that Andy would have watched. Right. Then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This uh <laughs> so. And so this is like produced by Oprah, Whoopi Goldberg, like the, um, oh, the, the pe-
0: original cast,
1: the, the people that had uh, the, producer credits, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but like very involved by like, like, like heavily produced by the people that, made the original color purple Steven Spielberg um, movie. Too. Yeah, so Spielberg producing and the, uh, the writer, um, of the, of the movie, a producer on this as well. Uh, it did well on Broadway from my understanding. I don't know. I haven't seen the Broadway show. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, as, as far as cast, we've got, uh, Fantasia Barino uh, and, uh, Taraji P. Henson, Danielle Brooks from Orange is the New Black and whatnot. Uh, Coleman Domingo, Corey Hawkins, uh, Uh, Felicia Pearl from Posse, uh, uh, Halle Bailey from um, Little Mermaid, Mermaid. David Allen Greer, um, Ciara, her, John Baptiste, like a who's who, essentially, Um, yeah, Uh, directed by, oh boy, this isn't Blitz Bazawul. that's an amazing name, I want that name, Um, (laughs) yeah. I could not pull off that name. Uh, the Color Purple, Robert, we, we saw the original, uh, and we both really liked it. Um, maybe even those, I, I think I was in love. Like, I don't know where you landed, but we both were, at least in general, thumbs up or thumbs down, thumbs up. Um, and I think we talked a little bit about this movie, but that was before there was like a trailer or anything. And um, how excited are you to see this adaptation of The Color Purple? Uh, again, you're only your free will counts. Uh,
0: probably theaters. Like, the original story is good enough but my problem with it was that it felt like Steven Spielberg was holding back because it didn't feel like his story to tell. Um, since this is being told by people whose story it is to tell. And because the music looks like it could be great. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm way into it.
1: Um, I'm also in theaters for this one. Uh, a lot of that is the love that I had for the original movie. Um, and again, partly like um, we, we mentioned how Spielberg felt like an odd choice, but it, I, I don't think I was hindered as much like, but it, but it, it did feel a little odd, and um, I, 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 I kind of like that, like just that you mentioned, like this is kind of their story to tell, and they get to do it now, and I, I love the cast here, yeah, you know, I, I think Coleman Domingo as Mister is just perfect, and I, don't, I really like Corey Hawkins, and I didn't see the Little Mermaid, but uh, from what I heard, Halle Bailey's pretty great, um, I really like her, and um, P. Henson, of course, Daniel Brooks is. Pretty great young actress. Um, I don't know that I know this Fantasia Barino. Maybe I do. Maybe it's just the picture that I don't recognize her. Um, maybe she was the Broadway person. She's from know.
0: American Idol. Is she? That's what it says on IMDb. Okay.
1: Um, um, I mentioned on the
0: review roundup with Heath and Alice when we talked about Little Mermaid that I'm glad Halle Bailey had this coming out to show that you know she can actually act and perform well in something that's not the Little Mermaid. Uh, Because I don't want the same thing to happen to her that happened to Menemisud from Aladdin, who just, like, star in a critically panned, you know, reimagining of a Disney movie and then just basically be blacklisted. Um,
1: I mean, I don't know that I would describe Aladdin as critically panned, but... It wasn't, like, a huge success, uh, but...
0: Mediocrely received... got
1: higher scores than Lion King. Okay. So, my point is just, like, (laughs) not,
0: you know, that she can keep getting roles so that uh, since she's in a December Oscar season release movie, people can forget about Little Mermaid. Though I have seen her on backpacks and lunchboxes out and t-shirts out in the wild, so um, hopefully that wasn't happening anyway.
1: Nice. Um, yeah, I'm just like I'm really thrilled for this one. I we saw the trailer in front of it, and I'm really happy. Especially there's a recent article that came out. That was just talk about how, like, Wonka is a musical and, like, it was not advertised that way. And, like, Mean Girls is not being advertised as a musical, even though it is. And, like, essentially, they're because, at, because executives are looking at research that says that, you know, the idea of it being a musical is off putting to their focus groups or whatever. But it's like, look, market your movie for what it is because if they didn't like the musical and, they, it, like, the the idea of a musical, and then they showed up to Wonka, they'd be pretty upset. Now, it's not a full blown musical like Layman is or anything like that, but it's got probably six songs in it um and new girls uh, has the
0: olivia rodrigo song in the trailer like that's a completely other message
1: right um so the um uh this one is being marketed as a musical um which i think is nice um and i the one thing is that my wife mentioned she just can't get get behind it quite yet because this story is a story that should devastate you And she's worried that the musical aspect won't. And I'm like, that's a really great point. But also, it'll be
0: crushing music, like (laughs) memories. But also, like I think
1: they're maybe just showing us the fun parts right now because, like, I can't, like, I can't imagine this movie is not going to bring me to tears because the first one did. Um, Yeah. So look, I'm just saying, if Wonka could get a tear out of me and The Color Purple can't, um, then there's something wrong with either me or Hollywood. Um, Wonka Wonka got four total tears from me. Two times, one tier each from each eye. Um, That's four total tiers.
0: Well, do you know what is not a musical and is not being marketed like one?
1: Hmm. Would it be? See, I was going to try to come up with some smart ass answer. (sighs) Going to have to be quicker than that. Set in the summer of 1957 with Enzo Ferrari's auto empire in crisis, the X racer turned entrepreneur pushes himself and his drivers to the edge as they launch to the uh, something a treacherous 1000 mile race across Italy.
0: They're um, pissing off Italians.
1: Okay, cool. And racing fans. And racing fans. Uh, Adam Driver and Shailene Woodley, uh, the leads on this Michael Bann's new film based off of a book um, uh, about Ferrari. Um, Robert, we got to do our best to like, take the initial reactions out of like, not let that color your judgment. Um, where are you sitting at for this one? Because uh, the theaters. initial reactions have not been glowing.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm in theaters for a Michael Mann movie starring uh, Adam driver because Adam driver is doing an Italian accent. And the last time he did an Italian accent in a movie was house of Gucci. And I don't know if I've ever seen a better movie, like just in general, house of Gucci might be the best movie. So yeah, House I'm of
1: Gucci is the best movie ever, according to Robert. and Followed by the, See How They the, Run. And and the scene um, of the octopus playing bongos is the greatest scene there ever mm-hmm. has been put. And
0: ever. the best performance is Jared Leto in House of Gucci.
1: Oh, I was thinking Jared Leto from Morbius. Uh, no, uh, that one's just
0: bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Two movies I haven't seen. <laughs> uh, what about Jared Leto from Suicide Squad?
0: Oh, you yeah. That's the yeah, best that's performance easy. I've ever seen. I'm yeah. sorry
1: um i'm like look i'm the problem is i'm not a racing fan like i'm not an f1 fan i'm not a whatever but like the the pieces are here right michael Mann, adam driver who like i'm so torn because i think he's a really great actor and i really want him to win an oscar um but i also like i had the most fun with him that i've had in a while on that la- on that snl skit of him as a baby on an airplane last week i didn't see it you gotta look it's like i'm having more fun with that kind of adam driver so it's almost one of those where it's like um like i kind of want him to just get an oscar so he can just go do all the fun things kind of like how like brad pitt is is now in his career although he ironically got the oscar by kind of doing a transition role um but you got to look up this adam driver as a baby it's it's i mean it's again same energy as the like good soup one you know or um or like his role in logan lucky like i'm like I think the dude's just really funny, and he's an incredible actor. So I want him. I want him to do both. Uh, so obviously, like, I'm I'm excited for him. Um, Shaylin Woodley's fine. Penelope Cruz is is in this. She's typically good. Michael Mann is. Uh, I've seen Heat, and I've seen The Insider and Collateral. I've seen Hancock. Those are all like Hancock. Think, well, he's a producer on Hancock. Okay. No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> never funny. mind. Actor. Got it. He's he played executive. Sorry, I just assumed he, whatever. I IMDB is the no, most known for.
0: Um You gotta filter it by directing.
1: Yeah, I probably uh but yeah, like Collateral's great, uh Public Enemy isn't. Um The Insider's great. Um Ollie's he, great. Heat's great. I haven't seen Ali.
0: Last of the Mohicans is good.
1: I've seen that one. It's just been it, Like, so all the pieces are in here to make me go, like, sure. Thief. But also like I I'm just not a racing person and like but but I loved Ford v Ferrari but because I love Ford v Ferrari I'm like do I want another Ferrari movie? Um I mean that was a Ford movie but had Ferrari in it. This is um, like when
0: they did Batman v Superman and then had the intro movies for The Flash and Aquaman afterwards.
1: Oh, so kind it started of. with a team up
0: movie. Uh Ford comes out next Oh, year, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. no, definitely. We're definitely getting the Ford movie um, recently. And then there's going to be Ford X, Ferrari, the new Empire. And mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you were making a joke at the start of that. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, yeah, so like, again, I'm not a big racing like, fan. Of the with fact Mo- that we uh, just Lightning got McQueen like a, a racing six. movie, like makes me be like, I don't know that I care, but that racing movie was kind of incredible. So you know what? I kind of, just put me right down the middle. So I guess that's stream um but I, I but i feel like higher than that you know i don't know like realistic realistically I'm, I'm waiting for the initial reactions whether i'm going to see it in a theater because if i don't see it in a theater i probably will never see it um but in terms of my anticipation just kind of like right down the middle like there's enough here that makes me go sure and i am also color coded by the initial audience reaction i'm trying not to be but
0: in 2027 they're doing a crossover with logan lucky because they're both racing movies adam driver's playing both roles
1: Look, as long as um he only has one arm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find out how he lost his arm. And the in car this movie only has one tire. <laughs> Moving on to Maestro. Uh... This love story chronicles the lifelong relationship of conductor composer Leonard Bernstein and actress uh Felicia Montal. wow okay Italians again um <laughs> Montealegre Cohn Bernstein um Kerry Mulligan, Bradley Cooper, Matt Bomer, um Michael Yuri, uh, uh Sarah Silverman, Those kind of ones I recognize. Written and directed by Bradley Cooper, also written by Josh, Josh Singer. Uh maestro Robert
0: um if there's no cameo from Lydia Tar, I'm out. So I'm in theaters just to see Lydia Tar. Mm,
1: got it. I studied um, under
0: Leonard Bernstein.
1: Well I didn't know that. Um,
0: Lydia Tar is very real. She was canceled uh, unfairly, justice for Tar.
1: I'm learning all the all the things today, Robert. Um yeah, again, there there are enough pieces here um that I'll I'll I'll, I'll like definitively say rent. Um, um looks a little Oscar baity and Bradley, Brad what what else is bait? Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper wants an
0: Oscar so bad. He does. He like, really does. so well, bad.
1: So what what is he directed besides He the didn't Stars direct Born. No, Clint, Clint Eastwood directed um American, American Sniper, Sniper yeah, which he, was he, also he just Oscar directed Stars Born. Okay. Yeah, and that movie's fine. That movie's um, really good,
0: but like he wants the Oscar so
1: yeah. bad. He wants so, to be like taken
0: seriously. He's not the hangover guy. He's the Oscar guy.
1: Right. Um he yeah, he's try he's trying to be. And he'll get right, it. Right. He'll get it one at someday in his career. But I just we, we were having a conversation earlier um on Slack about um like maybe talk like reacting to the critic's choice nominations. But Robert you you mentioned, like, I just don't care about awards anymore. And I just I don't care about like awards baby movies anymore. Like They're my, they're the movies that I look, I'm just saying like a lot of times they can be like really good. um, But like uh, a lot of times they are really great. um, But I'm more interested in that solid three star than that. Maybe five star movie or like four star movie. I only see one, you know, like I I saw Tar. I liked Tar. I don't know that I'll ever watch Tar again. Um,
0: Well, that's on you. Like Tar, there's nothing better. She's the best.
1: I, I saw Minari. I really are liked you, Minari. I don't cultures? know that I'll ever that watch Minari saying? again. Um Okay, so No, I'm just racist and Yeah, uh... I was I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> no no no. Um... It was on of my tongue. I didn't want to do it. No. Uh
0: you're not gonna watch Minari again? What are you talking about?
1: I liked Minari. You're lumping I just...
0: Minari and Tar together? Mm. I would
1: love you know what I'd like to see?
0: Matari. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is a prequel. To the Atari right. biopic, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drop the M. <laughs> it's cleaner. Um, Justin Timberlake shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just Oscar Beatty movies are my least. The ones that get me that no get me one, going.
0: the least. I, I, <laughs> there's no way Minari is an Oscar Beatty movie. This is Lee Isaac it. Chung. He spent his like he was about to quit Hollywood because he was like he wasn't getting the the. Like the visibility that he wanted, so he just made this last very personal movie, and it was great. So it rightfully got Oscar love. It's
1: good. It's very moving. It's but performed it's, very well. But it's, it's shot not Oscar well. bait. Like, like, all right, fine, fine. Bradley okay. Cooper is a Hollywood sure. mainstay. Guess, who is like, here's the thing: it's a very like slow moving yeah, cinematography and performance driven movie. But sure, I, I it, it's not Oscar bait. You know, especially in terms of like if we if we really want to get to like Oscar bait, you know, we talk about like. The English patient or Shakespeare in right. love or and Anyone But You, um, The King's Speech, and Anyone But You, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Expendables Four, you know. Expendables uh, Four. <laughs> Sorry, I, expend Four Bulls. Like, um,
0: Jason Statham, my favorite actor. I've never seen anyone <laughs> do it better. Like, how do you give the same performance in every movie? I, that's <laughs> impressive. Like, amazing. Uh,
1: Robert, we've got a chance to talk about a couple, uh, a handful of movies, and we'll talk about one more today. Um, but if people want to hear all of your movie thoughts, uh, where can they find you? Letterboxd at Robert's
0: thoughts and the Also See podcast.
1: Um, and as a quick reminder, Patreon.com slash popwr. And also, as another quick reminder, next week's episode is already live. So whenever you're done with this one, go to the next one. Uh-oh. Should be able to cop- copy and paste that uh, RSS feed into your Spotify or Google Podcasts or wherever you use itunes i think a lot of people use um and um yeah that's those are available for free for everybody um so let's do it let's talk about the elephant man this is a 1980 david lynch movie uh starring anthony hopkins and john hurt and and bancroft um and uh, a relatively small cast i don't know dexter fletcher oh okay cool I was like, I don't know that I recognized anybody else, but also like part of the reason why we're doing this is because I'm not like a huge, like older you know, cinema person. Um, was the elephant man, Oscar bait. Hmm, I mean, it got eight nominations. No, I won't say no, it's not Oscar bait. I was like, there's certainly a lot of, a lot of Oscar. War, like you knew they knew they were going to get nominated for anyway, but no, it's not, it's not Oscar bait. <sighs> because if a movie is really Oscar, well, I would say to me, Oscar, Oscar bait, in, at least in the context that we're talking about, implies that the movie is not good. So I guess spoiler um, for my thoughts. But you said movie, four but... stars. And I'm, I'm confused Shut about, your, just, just about don't, your consistency just of your definition. Don't,
0: just don't. <laughs> you're making things up
1: on the spot. It's it's okay. We exactly. It. It's This is an improv podcast. Um,
0: Except for my Jason Statham takes. Those are deeply held beliefs. that yes. No one does it better
1: than him. So, So what you're actually saying is if Jason Statham was in See How They Run instead of Sam Rockwell.
0: Uh, might have actually been more interesting. <laughs> interesting for sure, but... A bald, angry uh, British man. Like, now that's if, the most difficult, demanding performance I've ever heard of.
1: Now, if Jason Statham played the Paul Giamatti character from The Holdovers, would that be your favorite movie of the year? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So let's swap Paul Giamatti Give and Jason Statham from eye. Expendables and Holdovers. <laughs> we'll put Paul Giamatti in Expendables. But Make as, that movie worth as watching, right?
0: from Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, no. Paul Giamatti in Expendables 4 as John Adams.
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Paul Giamatti in Expendables 4 as his character from Sideways.
0: As a mix of all four. He's got his, his little colonial hat on. In the, in the rhino machine thing while he's, you know, while he's criticizing Peter yeah.
1: Noir and, yeah. and uh, a Victorian surgeon rescues a heavily but disfigured man Both of man his eyes face is... the same direction. <laughs> Your tweet about like inserting that still in there, or, sorry, it's not a what it's a post on Blue Sky. Yeah, my Blue Sky. Just, just killed me. <laughs> um, go to Blue Sky to find out all oh, Robert's quirky- um, yeah, I don't this, even promote Blue Pops Sky because
0: no one's coming over, unfortunately, but you can yeah, follow right. me there. Yeah.
1: Uh, a Victorian surgeon rescues a heavily disfigured man who is mistreated while uh, scraping a uh, a living as a sideshow freak. Behind his monstrous facade, there is revealed a person of kindness, intelligence, and sophistication. You can catch this streaming like Robert did on Pluto, or um, you can catch this if you have a library card on Canopy. And I was just t- telling Robert how much I love Canopy and how he should be sad that his local library doesn't support it. But if you have a library card, you have access to Canopy, uh, and it's worth getting a library card for. So... Um, uh, the Elephant Man, Robert. Uh, real quick, what is your history with this film, um, and uh, why? If you haven't seen it or anything like that, why were you interested in watching this one?
0: My history with this film is there's an old clip, uh, not super old, but there's a clip of Bradley Cooper speaking of on Jimmy Fallon when he was promoting his turn as the Elephant Man on Broadway, where they can't stop laughing because they're wearing silly hats. Uh, I've seen that before. And that's that was my uh, my uh, background knowledge on the elephant man because they're trying to talk about a very serious subject, uh, Bradley Cooper talks about. He, he keeps trying to say that he was horribly disfigured, but then he just can't stop laughing. And it's, you know, one of those things where you are laughing and you shouldn't be. So that's all I knew about it. And then I knew that David Lynch directed a movie, and I watched a bunch of David Lynch before I watched this just to get an idea of what he's like. And I was very excited after I watched a bunch of other David Lynch. So that was my history.
1: Um, i would never seen this one. By the way, uh, 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, 4.2 on Letterboxd, um, and um, 8.2 uh, Sorry, 92 on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.2 on IMDb, 156 highest rated movie um, on IMDb, bunch of Academy Award nominations, didn't win any of them, uh, but nominated Best Picture, Best Actor for John Hurt, uh, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, or sorry, Best Adapted Screenplay. Um, best art set decoration, best costume design, best film editing, and best music original score. Um, plenty of awards history with this film um, uh, and you can check it all that all out on IMDB Wikipedia. Uh, but um, the Elephant Man, my history I hadn't seen it I've never seen a David Lynch movie and um, so for that reason I was excited to. Um, although from my understanding this is like uber accessible. Like I, mean, yeah. I thought it was really accessible, but like this is not like any of his other movies. Like, this
0: is literally the least David Lynch movie out of all David Lynch movies. But that doesn't mean it's not good. It's just like uh, doesn't feel like him.
1: Well, Robert, did you like it, love it, hate it, dislike it, think it, or, or did, like it, love it, hate it, dislike it, or think it's just okay? Uh,
0: I or hate high side, or hate it. <laughs> I high side of liked it.
1: High side of like it. Me too. Um, right there. Right there with you. Um. Let's talk about it. What's, uh, what's the oh, first thing you want to bring up? Still? We can um, talk about it. We can. We don't have to. We have to get back to the writer's room. No. Um,
0: <laughs> it's really good. Jeez. Uh, I, 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 it was a lot more heartfelt and personal than I was expecting. Like I said, I went in with the David Lynch baggage. He is typically inaccessible, you know, just from a sit down and watch a movie type of point of view. And this is not that at all. Um, it feels very standard in, the, in terms of just like... It's presentation and what the story is about. Uh, Like it does feel just like here's an important story that we're telling uh, or like a like a human interest story that we're telling. And on that level, it feels kind of straightforward and standard. But on the other, the way that the filmmaking presents the movie, I think, makes it more emotional and more touching than it would be otherwise.
1: Yeah, I like I thought it was really accessible, and I thought that it was very well shot. I mean, I, I was maybe I was expecting a little bit more weird, but like I'm not mad that the movie did that because I think that like there's enough weirdness going on in the movie. and kind of the point of the movie is that this thing that this person that could be classified as weird should not be classified by the weirdness. so it's 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 kind of interesting to me that a director for known for being very weird is very normal um so i mean like that's a, like a fun kind of con- like comparison for me but um it doesn't it didn't impact my like liking the movie at all I, no, I, I, no, yeah, yeah. like um it's a very well-made film and that's like a lot of what i'm like to. i think the cinematography is just gorgeous it's very pristine um like looking in recent restorations and whatnot um i think that the a- i think that the acting is good i don't know that there was any particular standout i mean like i, mean, I guess john hurt um, but like. Hopkins is good, but like I'm not mad that he didn't get an Oscar nom or anything. I thought you know? Hopkins
0: was great. Like he stood out to me. Oh, uh, cool. This is prior to Silence of the Lambs, before which he also like, was considering quitting. Um, and it's just like, man, he's giving performances like this that are just really excellent and understated that I wish would have been, you know, uh, brought to the forefront and appreciated in their time.
1: I I think the I think the performance is really good, but I don't. Maybe it's because like. I've seen Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs and Westworld and The Father. That I'm like, yeah, he's good. It's clear that he's good. He's always been good. But I, I guess, I don't know. He, he also has, like, a I, I guess a lot less screen time than I was thinking for being, like, the top bill, like, um, which he's in the movie a good amount. He's kind of like, like the lead in some is yeah, Right. But, like, he's, he's certain, and he's certainly, like, our co protagonist. Um, but, um, but either way, like, there's, he doesn't show up for what, like, Twenty-five minutes. Who? Hopkins isn't he in the first
0: scene, like when he goes to the show?
1: Oh, I guess. And then he, yeah, it starts.
0: It starts with him. Apart from like the all actual right, elephants, all right,
1: I'm wrong. I just, uh, I don't know. Just like looking back on the movie, like I feel like, I feel like he's not really in there until after like the the his recovery, you know, where he's in the hospital, and that's like thirty. Well,
0: he's anyway. the reason that he was brought to the hospital know, in the first know, place, I and he's giving the, the lecture on him. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Now I'm making elephant fan, elephant uh, fans. No, um
0: No, you're just making elephants mad. Hmm. Uh
1: No, I think I think the movie's really well made. I, I like the performances. John Hurt gets uh it is yeah, certainly giving um a good performance and very moving. Uh um, I, I, I mentioned the cinematography. I love the score for this movie. Um maybe was my favorite like aspect to it. Um really like the music. And um I I like how the movie also like Felt like like vintage in a good way. Like it's it's clean and it's polished, but like you can you can very much tell that they're using like old to older techniques to make the movie. I mean, with just modern equipment and whatnot, like you felt very much. Movie felt very much like. Have you seen the original Invisible Man? No. Like from an aesthetic standpoint, it's very similar to me. um Oh, and of course, of like someone's
0: faces covered by.
1: Well, Both. no, <laughs> sometimes not very much in either movie. Uh, but just like it, it's invisible, the Invisible Man is like a, he like rents out like an upper room in a bar. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so like similar like aesthetic. It's also black and white, obviously. Um, it's uh, but like it's, obvi- it's obviously closed set, tight quarters, things like that. Um, I, I, anyway, I um, I really like uh, I I just really like pretty much everything about the way this movie's presented. Um, so. Yeah, it's a very well-made film, and clearly David Lynch knows what he's doing, and I I, I I, would like to step into maybe one of his more, like, obscure movies, or what I'm sorry, not obscure, but wild movies, um, like, to to kind of see, like, okay, like, clearly he's got the talent, so this isn't like, um, oh, what's a great uh, example of a director that, like, oh, uh, what's his name, um, Uwe Bold, like, where you're just like, oh, like, because like, to me, like, all right, I'm not trying to just hate on a person here, but, like. <laughs> Dude is not a talent, <laughs> um, right? You know, and he just makes movies for the sake of making movie but he doesn't make good movies. <laughs> um, and I would argue he doesn't know how. Um, so anyway, like I, I, it's one of those where it's like, okay, cool. Like maybe now that I've seen the elephant man, you know, like I I, I haven't seen a racer head. I don't know. I, I'm sure it'd be a drastic difference. Like to like, that's Lynch's probably most famous. Uh,
0: that or Mulholland drive or blue velvet.
1: Oh, it's true. Mulholland drive. Probably. Um, Razorhead is actually my least
0: favorite, uh David Lynch. But what he shares. Well, Mulholland
1: with... Drive has been on my watch list for forever. Like you should check maybe it out. I'm glad. Be
0: to hear what you what you think.
1: I'm super interested in seeing it, but I'm just like, I don't know about a back to back viewing of like maybe back to back a Razorhead and, and Mulholland Drive, whatever. But like the Elephant Man, like it feels different. But like maybe for somebody like like me who is not experienced, yeah, I haven't seen any of Twin Peaks either. So like, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe this, like I I want to. So maybe like this will be like my ease into it all.
0: I think that you would, in general, not vibe with David Lynch, but uh, I'd be interested to see what your reactions are to a couple of his movies.
1: I hope he becomes my favorite director after your comedy. <laughs> I, I hope so, too. I, I like Screw Nolan. David Lynch is where it's at. Uh, Actually, no, not my favorite director, but... Sure. Um, he does have
0: a, an interest in kind of, like, grotesque-looking dudes, um, and I mean that in this case in a kind of kind way just because of, uh, you know, it's it's not supposed to be like an alien or a weird looking eraserhead baby, but um, he, there that appears in Eraserhead, that appears in Lost Highway, and to an extent in Mulholland Drive. Um, and this one, though, it's the first one. This came before all those, except for Eraserhead. But like this one, there's a deep level of sympathy for the main character. Um, not to skip right to the end, but him finally feeling like he's a person and like he has a level of humanity. And just, you know, moving all the pillows and laying down like that, being happy that he's able to go out on his own terms, feeling like a person is kind of beautifully sad. Um, just like the follow up from I'm not an animal to going to the play and experiencing that for the first time to, you know, him dying. It's dark, but it's also just beautiful where it's kind of uplifting in a certain way, um, because it, like I said, he has he has sympathy for the character. Um I wanted to ask what you thought though of it kind of shows all of the the carnival and carnival adjacent people obviously are very bad to John Merrick um and they want to take advantage of him for their own financial gain uh but Hopkins and his, and like the the his wife and that actress they're are all, they're all very very kind to him but Hopkins um kind of struggles with where that kindness is coming from and what the source is for himself. Um, did you think it was kind of a you know a passive aggressive kind of applause at the end, where they're kind of stooping down to his level? Um, is it kind of a misplaced feeling of people are finally accepting me, or is it is it like a is it like a um, altruism that's I don't know from the from the wrong place? Because th- that was an interesting struggle for me that I don't know if I have settled yet.
1: No, I, I don't I don't know that I'm totally settled there, but either I really need to watch these movies before, you know, 20 minutes before we record. Um, but to, to me, the ending, like the end of it, like I think we're meant to wrestle with it, but I think I would land on like it's genuine. Um, like, I rem- like I remember even, you know, when, when they're at the theater and he gets the applause, like being so afraid when, you know, when he's like, stand up, they want to see you, being so afraid that he was going to then, be a circus act again just for the rich people here you know like right. and I, I i think the point was the people that we might expect to ridicule and mock the most you know the rich people um you know are um were, we're actually the kindest to him um and you know the car i mean the carnies are obviously like good to him um especially at the end but the like circus owner and the or the his yeah basically he's the show flavor. owner or whatever yeah. yeah and 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 obviously like the the people that pay to go see him and then the people that he encounters at the the bar like the like they're all terrible people um so like I, like I, I don't know i guess like i thought it was just an interesting contrast and i thought maybe like maybe that was just lynch's what like way of saying um uh that but, like playing with our expectations you know we might assume that the the rich people might treat him worse or, you know, but, but instead when he stands up, then he gets a standing ovation. Like I felt it to be genuine. Um, and, and, and I really like probably my favorite scene in the movie is when Hopkins is like questioning, like his motives for doing this. He's like, did I do this? Like, so I really like that scene, but I think like, ultimately that's just like, anytime you're doing something that is a good in a public way, I think you have to check yourself in that way. Otherwise, you become Elon Musk, like, um, uh, <laughs> like, uh, or like, uh, like it's, it's, it's kind of that, like, uh, there's a lot of criticism now of people that are doing, um, like TikTok videos of like handing out a bunch of money to people that are in need and yeah, you know whatnot. It's like, there's st- like, first of all, they're still doing a good thing. Who cares why they're doing it? Mr. Um, Beast
0: would probably be a better example.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, like people that are doing things for the good. And then, you know, like, oh, you're just doing this. So people will like you more or whatever, you know, like good is still being done. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I would, uh, I, you know, I really like watching him check himself, you know, kind of before things have gone too far.
0: Um, I just didn't know if the book on that was ever fully closed. Like it never kind of wraps up that idea. And I, I don't think it's supposed to, Right, I think it might be intentional. Because, but
1: but if you're asking me, do I think it's genuine or mockery? I, I lean towards genuine.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. I wrote down in my notes that he's that John is loved by those who want to feel who want to feel good about themselves and hated by those who feel like they're getting their money stolen by him. You know, being taken away from the from the circus. Mm. Um. So I think that there's a a level of that. Um. And I don't think that the movie is. <laughs> I have, a, I have a hard time. I struggle with accepting that the movie is going to be straightforward and that uh, these poor people or these less, you know, less well-off people and then the circus guys are uh, are in the wrong and then the rich are in the right. Uh, I know that there's a, it's more complicated than that and that it's more disdain for people who take advantage of other people like the one who's putting on the actual Elephant Man show, um, but just ultimately putting the praise on the rich people who clap for John. Um, because ultimately you want the institution to be doing the right thing, right? Like when you see a Mr. Beast video when he's helping out people, yeah, th- and people get upset about that. I think what they should be upset is that like our government isn't helping the people who need to be helped. Um, so it's being put on the biggest influencer on YouTube to be doing it um, when that shouldn't be his onus. So at least uh, Anthony Hopkins is struggling with that and doesn't like that his name's being put in the paper for doing all this stuff. Um, I don't know. That's that's just the main thing that I grasped onto watching the movie, and I don't n- know because there's only that one scene where he kind of questions it. I don't know how much it really wants to engage with it, but I that's like I said, the one that I engage with the most.
1: Um. Yeah. No. I, don't, I wonder if there's just maybe something that we're missing. Like, I don't know, or maybe David Lynch really just made did make a straightforward movie.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that I'm missing something or that it's just left for you to wrestle with it.
1: Um, I'm sure it's just the, see, part of me wants to be like, you left to wrestle with it. But at the same time, like part of me is also just like, I don't, I think the movie's more important message just to be like, Hey, just be nice to him. Like, yeah, be, like, right. like, like, like be nice to weird people or like, mm-hmm. quote unquote weird people. Um, lo- love those who don't look like you, like
0: um right it's it's got like i said it's got that core humanity (laughs) that core uh optimism towards the abilities of people uh because like the actress is super famous but she wants to meet him and then she basically makes his whole life by signing that pictures for him to put on his nightstand um and he he gets all emotional when just a woman talks to him without you know freaking out and she's just like having a normal conversation with him so it's just the bare minimum for someone who's different than you is uh is worth it just treat people like they're people uh, no matter how different they look or how different they act um so yeah there's that message but i think that's just like a, a little too simple or straightforward for the whole movie to, to just be about that even though that's basically the major theme of it i think it's about more on top of just that
1: yeah I, i'm trying to think i didn't really know what was to take away from the last like the last little bit that like where he goes you know he, Lays down on his bed and then it goes all cosmic and his mm-hmm. mom speaks and like I don't, like I don't know if maybe that brought an extra layer to it or or not I don't know I was, but again I was also watching it to rush so I could do this pod I really just need to get better at watching stuff in advance um, but I I guess it's also nice because we're just getting full like raw haven't got a chance to watch a YouTube video or read letterbox reviews or whatever like I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this movie <laughs> I I don't know if you're supposed to just feel any it a certain you. way like yeah
0: you take away what you take away the she said I almost like I maybe maybe buy. this is
1: kind of why I also landed in like really like it instead of love it. it's like maybe I kind of wanted it to be a little bit more complex like
0: I think that's ultimately not, where I was too where it's kind of like I said it's kind of just a standard a guy helps out someone else who's in need of help um and it's got a couple of extra themes about that and the filmmaking is good like I like the editing too um but like it's very good it, it's it does a great job of doing that and it brings up some questions and it makes you feel because like, don't get me wrong. I was feeling very deeply at the end as he's lying down. And and, like I said, finally feeling like a human who fits in for the first time in his life. And he, that's all that he wanted. Like that's deep, that's touching stuff. Um, But it's everything else just as a whole, it felt very straightforward.
1: Sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't have anything else to add to that. (laughs) Um, I I also like, I also don't know that there's much to say about this movie. Like, (laughs) I mean, it's, it's very well made. We've mentioned that, like, um, but maybe maybe because it's kind of, like, simplistic. I don't, like, maybe the, I don't know, like, it you were going to say something?
0: Sounds like the elephant man has broken you.
1: <laughs> Sorry. No, I just, I'm trying to, like, I was trying to, like, figure out, like, what would have made this movie, like, the, the what is the, no, oh, it's not a fair question to ask. I would say, what is the better version of this movie? Like, what is, um... Here, here's here's what i'm actually thinking right now um do you remember what movie we had this paired with in our bracket uh no okay neither do i um but i want to yeah. say it was like maybe like based off a true story so either way my question is why did people want us to talk about this like it, it was it, it ran away with the vote like i remember like that's what i'm really trying to wrap my head around is like are we missing something or maybe 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 this was an excuse for other people to watch it or maybe they were just like maybe aaron and robert well probably not aaron maybe robert will have <laughs> some new insight to bring to the movie you know like um, or maybe just people want me to watch this, so I'll finally have seen the David Lynch movie. So maybe they'll I'll watch Mulholland Drive soon. And they can watch me freak out about it. Was it was this up against another Lynch movie? Was this up against Mulholland Drive? No, we know. did
0: Mulholland. Can we can we find it? Mulholland Drive was in um, the two thousands, so take probably, a while.
1: Um, uh, sh- I can try to find a Twitter search real quick. So here's the thing: yeah. I don't. I felt like I I brought up that
0: question and wondering if I'm missing something just because I feel like that's a question that's worth discussing, like the one about you know are are people making fun of the fun of him uh who are we supposed to root for what are we supposed to think of that but i ultimately like i don't feel like i'm missing anything from the movie i think it's i just think that it's a a standard story that is that is emotionally well developed um you invest in the characters you like the characters it has some things for you to care about and there's absolutely nothing wrong with there just being like a very good well-made movie that you invest in emotionally and that you take away something else from it's just like i i didn't i wasn't mind blown by it is all that i'm saying like there's nothing super deep inside of myself that i'm you know questioning or considering or anything like that basically all i'm saying is this movie is really good i I don't have too much else about you know to worry about in terms of my thoughts on it all
1: right so i found the poll and it looks as if uh this one won over a night to remember uh, 60% to 40%. So, so it didn't run away. I, I, may, with it. I think maybe the theme was yeah. black and white movies sure. or I, I, I think it I think it was true stories. Like it was our like big thing.
0: Um Was it night to remember? Is that a Titanic movie? Maybe people just didn't care about that.
1: Maybe. Um. But either, like I just, I, I didn't know if maybe like this was up. I was like, I feel like maybe Mulholland drive was in the poll at one point, but I think it lost to something. And I don't think a head was ever in the poll. I was I, uh, I don't, I don't know which way I would have voted.
0: I probably voted Elephant Man just because it was David Lynch. Last thing I'll say about the movie is that at times the prosthetics for John kind of looked like a Star Wars alien. Uh, and this is only three years after the original Star Wars, so like I'm not expecting modern prosthetic levels, but there were times when it did look a little bit fake. But that was it. Like otherwise, it does a good job of making him look, you know, freaky. Like. I don't want to be mean about it, but he looks weird. He's got the large tumor or or bone growth on his forehead. Uh, His you know, he's got all all this stuff that makes him look so different. So it's understandable for people to be frightened by him. Um, And from a distance, it works really well. Just, you know, it was basically just up close when he's talking is when it kind of felt like a Star Wars alien at times. But other than that, really good prosthetics.
1: Uh, Robert, would you say this movie's a goat? I personally would keep it out. I would as well. And I was thinking about this like, we both really liked the movie, but like, there has to be a cutoff, right? Like, there has to be like a. Uh, if every movie that we discuss is a goat except for Eight and a Half. Um, right. <laughs> then like, and it, it, it kind of loses its meaning. So, like, well, sure. Um, to you. Yeah. Um, if, like, like I respect to the movie. I liked, I really liked the movie. I've seen, like, I, I've, I'll keep this movie. I foresee myself watching it again. I just like, maybe if it was a little bit more complex or had an in- interesting angle or maybe like had like, there's certainly a couple of like scenes that I think are, you know, could be considered goaded. Like the, um, the I'm not an animal scene and the, yeah. you know, the Hopkins wrestling with his motivations. Like, I think, I think there's certainly mo- moments of greatness in the movie, but I mean, if we're pitting this against, you know, um, Tokyo story and, um the before trilogy and last temptation of christ and sunset boulevard in the apartment like it's just it's just it's it's not up to that level you know
0: i honestly don't have it far behind i have it at 15 uh and if all of the movies we talked about were goats that just meant that we chose good movies um but
1: yeah well i mean we have but
0: (laughs) right I, i i would particularly leave this one out and that's maybe just because i'm thinking of david lynch and other movies based on true stories that are better
1: um i had this lower than you um i had it at uh 29 as mentioned i'm a lot easier to please than you um than most people so like i have it like just below dr strange love um or how i learned to stop worrying and love the bomb yeah that too um Yeah. No, it's, again, it's a respectable no for me. Um, and uh, I'm happy I watched it and I'm excited that I'm finally in the David Lynch world and I would like to watch more. So um, there's that. Um, next month, we are talking about Breakfast at Tiffany's and Samuel will join us. So looking forward to that no B plot as mentioned earlier with the hopes to make this episode shorter and that didn't happen. Uh, but, uh, we got a spin-off to do Robert. Um, I'll kick us off. Uh, that one thing in any year of pop culture that you want to tell everybody to check out or to stay away from, um, I, I'm, I'm trying to wrap up my 2023 stuff, and um, I did that by watching Mike Birbiglia as the old man in the pool the other day, and I really enjoyed it. But I think also it's crucial to point out that I really I think more than any other comedian, Mike Birbiglia is the one that you need to watch his stand-ups in order of release. Um, because they're very much like time capsules in his life, and uh, I think he's... Like remarkably funny, and maybe the best storyteller on stage right now. Like of in terms of like stand up comedians, he's so good at telling stories and sharing experience. And he's you know I think he's just really funny. So I, I, and I don't know that somebody that just watched The Old Man in the Pool exclusively like would get as much out as somebody who's kind of followed him along this journey. So um all of his stuff is available on Netflix. Um, a couple of his are available on Amazon Prime. It's uh, it would go. uh um, what I should have said was nothing. And then my girlfriend's boyfriend and then thank God for jokes. And then um the new one. And then now the old man, in the pool, but either way, I think all of his stuff is great. And I would recommend checking out any of his stuff Um, and uh, specifically in order, but also like, if you just want to check out one, like, sure, maybe I'm wrong, but that's my spinoff. Big fan of Mike Brasmalia.
0: Typically I prefer Mike Bersmalia. Um My, mm-hmm. my first spinoff. I have two and I'll be quick on them because they're both callbacks to previous episodes. One, I finally oh, cool. got around to Amadeus and I felt like I, you know, it's only right that I mention it on a Cif Pop Writers Room episode since I wasn't on the full one. Um, I did see I,
1: that logged on letterbox. Yeah, yeah. And
0: I threw it on my, my list. So now we're finally even again with how many movies we've seen for the goats <laughs> mm-hmm. list. I, re- I liked it a lot. Um, my review is that I've never heard a better laugh in a movie. No jokers, no nothing. Mozart has the best laugh. Very good movie. Um, Maybe a little bit too long besides that. Excellent.
1: Yeah, fair.
0: Uh and Heath told me to watch SWAT and he told me to watch that a few months ago. I
1: just um... <laughs> saying <Same> quality. <Yeah. laughs> Amadeus and SWAT.
0: I, I watched SWAT and I wanted to pay that pay that off. Uh I had a good time with it. It was fun. It's a good, you know, time capsule two thousands action thriller, uh decent propaganda, you know, good stuff.
1: Um on a scale of one to ambulance, where does SWAT rank for you? Uh, seven. It's it's <laughs> seven out of ten ambulances. You said... One SWAT truck is the equivalent of seven out of ten ambulances.
0: Exactly. Um, I I don't only like quote-unquote pretentious movies or movies <laughs> that, you know, have a deep thematic idea. Because if, if it's an... Because you an like act-
1: three-star rom-coms, too.
0: Exactly, yeah. Uh, every... <laughs> The deep thematic idea of every single one of those is love. Um, <laughs> if there's a well-made action Family. movie, if like if there's an action movie with some decent sequences or some you know entertaining characters, it's good. Like you accomplished what you set out to do, or you came close to accomplishing what you set out to do. In the case of SWAT, Colin Farrell, yeah. good actor. Uh, Samuel Jackson, good actor. Here you go. LL Cool J, LL Cool J, solid actor too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not even joking. Yeah, he's 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 fine for what he is. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's not going to be an Oscar winner, but yeah, I don't mind LL Cool J popping up in my action movie. Right. Uh, very nice. Cool. I'm glad you finally watched SWAT. So um, <laughs> that's a wrap. Remember, you can follow writer Robert at uh, Letterboxed and uh, check out his podcast. Also, see so it's a good time over there. Uh, I'll also have um, his Letterboxd in the episode description. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Letterboxd. It's social medias that are worth following, um, so maybe not Twitter, at Schweikastle. I um, <laughs> I don't really post much anymore. Um, quick reminder, Sif Pop is part of the Studio DNA Network. You can check out other great shows at studiodna.media. And if you're interested in writing for SifPop.com or you want to get in contact with the show, send us a question to explore during the B-plot, um, send us some feedback on the movie grid. Um, then email right at please don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify if you're listening over that way uh, next week um, Nash will be um, with me to preview 2024 films remember that will be available on Patreon while this episode yeah, if you're listening to this it's live two weeks uh, both Jakes are joining me to talk about Lady Bird and Marcel the Shell with Shoes On um, very exciting week And uh, next month, as mentioned, Robert and Samuel will uh, join the podcast to talk about breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, Robert, it is uh, a little bit longer than I intended this podcast to be. So as soon as you say the line, I can end it. Well, you know what I
0: realized just while you were doing your closing? Uh, Like the illustrious Gran Turismo, the Elephant Man was based on a true story.
1: I was thinking about when you said... uh, um it was one of our coming attractions uh oh iron claw you asked me how familiar i was oh. the story. <laughs> i almost made a grand turismo joke there <laughs> iron oh. claw
0: maestro the elephant man this episode all based on a true story now we have to get back to the writers